Then groundless fears will haunt you, make you weep, and keep you pent up in your home. Your hair turns gray, your legs grow heavy, you can't keep your mind on anything, and everywhere you look, your life is shutting down. Desire evaporates. You find that you don't care for much of anything, and all the fire of all those long-gone good times has gone out. Welcome to the Inverse Theology Project. I'm your host, T.M. Moore. This is Volume 10, Number 1, Biblical Theology Edition. Solomon comes to the end of his expostulations on life lived apart from God. He reminds us that old age and death await us all when all the things we cherish so much in our youth will begin to lose their appeal. Then what? What will be the conclusion of our lives then? In Ecclesiastes 12, Solomon takes the old age bull by the horns and turns him to face the eternal light of the living God. Here is the final installment of the book of Ecclesiastes entitled, The Last Word. So while you're young, or think you're young at least, consider well your ways. For soon enough, the days will be upon you like some beast out of the jungle, when the fun and fluff which you pursue so ardently today will fail to satisfy and be enough to make your life make sense. Then you will say, is this it? Has my life amounted to no more than this? And you will find each day more difficult and dull to struggle through as you look back upon the life you wasted with shame and sadness. So I urge you to remember your Creator, whom you've tasted in all the good things of your life. You've known Him but denied Him. Every day you've pasted a happy face on and pursued your own agenda without much regard for him who loves you. He has cared for you and shown you many kindnesses, and yet the grim reality is that you have not sought him, but have lived your fleeting life from whim to whim in doubts and fears and troubles bought by vanity and chasing wind. Look to your soul. Look up and let yourself be taught by him who made you. Let his light break through to you, while his, yet his light, just like the sun, the moon, and all the stars, continues to shine down. For once the darkness has begun to settle on your soul, then you won't care about the light. As work and having fun become your focus in your daily fare, each day your life will grow in barrenness. You'll look for some refreshing rain, but there won't be a cloud in sight. Then all the stress and strain of life will start to take their toll. Those trembling hands, the weight that seems to press down on your shoulders that you can't control, your frail teeth, failing eyes and ears, light sleep, indifference to things beautiful and whole. Then groundless fears will haunt you, make you weep, and keep you pent up in your home. Your hair turns gray, your legs grow heavy, you can't keep your mind on anything, and everywhere you look, your life is shutting down. Desire evaporates. You find that you don't care for much of anything, and all the fire of all those long-gone good times has gone out. There's nothing left for you but to retire from life until life runs its course. About the grave and what might lie beyond it, you will think with fear, uncertainty, and doubt until the day you die and life for you is over. Then you'll go where you should go, and those who mourn you will go home into their lives without you, and you'll never know if anyone will ever think of you again. Your prospects are not promising, and so I urge you, look to your Creator. Do not cling to your vain life as if it were your source or final resting place. All you have worked and striven for will be no cure for death. Your body will return to dust. Your spirit, though, you can be very sure of this, will stand before Him who is just and true. 
and he will look at you and say, Observe the vanity of all who trust in anything but me, and then away you'll go into eternal misery. Avoid that fate. Remember God today. Now late in life, my days of vanity behind me, wisdom has again returned, and people far and wide have come to me for knowledge about life, for I have learned much, pondered many things, sought out and set in order many proverbs. My heart yearned to find the right words, words appropriate to help them in their search for life. And I have written many upright words and met the needs of all who heard and heeded my instruction in the words of truth. The wise man's words are like goads which prod and try the souls of men to open up their eyes to truth. Like well-set nails, the wise man's words hold firm and true as anyone who tries them knows full well. For days ascend towards us from one shepherd who knows every man. So be admonished by these truthful words. You may read many books to understand your plight and calm your fears. There is no end to making many books. You'll find your hand with them is filled until you're weary. Let us then consider the conclusion to what I have learned is true and proper for all men. Fear God. Fear him until the day you die and walk in his commandments. This is what it means to be a human being. I remind you of what you know truly but have chosen to ignore. A judgment day is coming. Thus by wisdom we are taught. None can escape it. Every sinful way and every work of selfish vanity will be condemned. And those who do them, they will be cast out for all eternity. God knows the work of every person's hand. He sees the good and evil things that we do secretly, and evil will not stand before the judgment of his mighty hand. Visit our website, www.ilba.org, to discover the wealth of resources available to help you grow in your walk with and work for the Lord. You can review all the previous editions of the Inverse Theology Project by going to the website, clicking the Resources tab, then clicking the Inverse Theology Masthead. Volume 10 of the Inverse Theology Project continues with our next issue as we conclude our meditation on the vanity of vanities, which was the Trojan War. Until then, for the Fellowship of Ialba and the Inverse Theology Project, this is T.M. Moore.